Hi, you guys. Hope you're listening to us right now. Not, not right now. Sorry, Tutti Sabre just jumped on the table. Welcome to the Tutti Saber Podcast. If you are new and are wondering why we have this awesome name, go listen to the older episodes and find out. As always, I'm here with you to talk about Apple and make all of you who don't speak English very well feeling better about yourselves. <laughs> In fact, you should introduce us, introduce our podcast to your friends so they can laugh at my pronunciation. I don't care as long as you listen. Besides, as the US president always says, I know the best words. So, Let's get this show on the road. Diogo, are you still there? Go fefe! <laughs> Hi, you guys. Happy to be with you again. Let's see if we can spice up things a little bit this time around. We have a new theme for you today, isn't it, Luis? Yeah, we have, but spicing it up is going to be difficult because we are both very <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> We're going to try. We are going to try. But before we get to the theme today, uh, we would like to say th something to a very special listener. It's not our first listener, but it's the first listener that got in contact with us. Yeah, so it's we very got special. feedback, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so a big shout out and thanks to Luis Laranjo for letting us know that he likes our podcast and he listens to it. Yeah. It's very encouraging to, to have a, a feedback, the first feedback. I'm going to be honest, I, I got really happy when I saw the, the mail. Both of us, yeah. It's encouraging, yes. Even if it's just one mail. <laughs> hey, we've got one listener, so somebody out there is listening. It's, 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 it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, uh, Luis Laranjo uh, mentions that he's been a, an Apple fan uh, for a very long time, even longer than we are. And uh, he actually knows us from, from the college. I'm sorry, Luisa, I actually, I don't think I remember you, but uh, I might be wrong. But <laughs> You don't remember me? I don't remember Luis Laranjo. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I, I don't recall ever speaking to you, but I, I'm sure uh, we must have crossed our path. Yeah, we had common friends. So yeah, so I'm very happy to hear from, from you and uh, you are a, a, a bona fide geek. <laughs> So you ask uh, you ask a lot of questions. I think Luigi already had the, the chance to answer some of them. But there's a special question that we'd like to answer uh, today in the podcast, which is uh, a suggestion. Um, Luigi Laranjo mentioned that he would like to hear us in Portuguese. Um, I don't know what you guys think, um, but um, it's a very um, unique opportunity to for us to address. Yeah, well... The, he wanted to know why do we do the podcast in English because mm -hmm. why not Portuguese and first of all the, I guess the main reason for both of us was to get a bigger audience Portuguese would yeah, be it was. Yeah. this is a very niche topic uh, mm -hmm. very geeky so in Portugal we thought it would be a li very limited audience and the second I didn't know I speak so badly when I started this when I suggested <laughs> doing this in English I didn't know I, it's going to be terrible <laughs> We usually don't don't hear ourselves speaking yeah. English, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but just for you, to give you an idea, right now uh, we don't have many downloads and 
per podcast, but we have a few, and they're mostly in Portugal and the USA. But we also have China, Spain, Bangladesh, UK, Uganda, India, Armenia, France, Ireland, <laughs> Switzerland, Finland, Australia, Italy, Indonesia, and Latvia. Oh, come on, oh and Turkey and Germany too. <laughs> so it's a long list. No, but th this is my you're point. Making it, you're making it look like we have a lot of listeners. No, no, this is basically like one listener in each of the loca in, in each one of these locations. <laughs> Don't get full. So we have a, a couple dozen of listeners. No, not bad. Not. Not too shabby. Yeah, so I hope so. I, I mean, they download the podcast. I don't know if they listen. <laughs> <laughs> so far, we know that Luis listens. The other ones, we don't know. Hopefully, they don't have a um, 200 megabytes uh, allowance on their iPhones. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Probably it's worse for them. I, know. I don't know. Uh, I hopefully, I, hopefully, it's not as bad as you. <laughs> So yeah, we are we are considering, and thanks for the the suggestion. We we're not considering uh, doing every ep every single episode in, in English, but we do. We are thinking about doing a a, a a kind of special edition in Portuguese, and we have a name for it, and I love the name. Yeah, can I say the name? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I, I think the only the only reason he wants to do a, a Portuguese edition is because of the name. He wants to call it. Localized special edition because it says LST. Only if you if you disregard the first the first E in addition. <laughs> What's the one? What? <laughs> What's the first E in addition? Localized. Oh yeah. Oh boy, come on. <laughs> localized special edition. No, it works. <laughs> no, it should be LSE, not LSD. But we can disregard the first E. Oh, yeah. I never <laughs> noticed that one. Yeah, I know. Oh, like I said, I'm sleepy today. <laughs> so we're going to call it LSD? LSD, and we should have a lot of LSDs for you guys in the future. <laughs> but it's not really LSD. Oh, it's really... It's a little bit contrived, don't you think? <laughs> it's far-fetched, but it's okay. We like it. <laughs> yeah, we can do whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> so we're... Um, probably going to try to, to give it a shot yeah a couple but, of episodes at least yeah. yeah not very regularly because we already have this one and not much time for for much for everything else yeah, we want to what, do anyway thanks for for the suggestion thanks for the email vision keep listening to listening to us oh yeah and it for criticizing it, my accent yeah. it means a lot for us it, it means a lot for me for to critica to criticize louis accent actually <laughs> I got in contact with him and he told me that um, I didn't remember, but uh, in in the university he already used the Mac. Uh, and uh, once I commented on the Mac and I said I, I liked it, but it, it didn't play games. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something you you would say. At yeah, the time, I don't yeah. remember, but it sounds like something I would say. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to the main topic. Let's go. A couple of episodes back, we talked about the Magic Mouse and the Mighty Mouse and how usually Apple's peripherals aren't, uh, well, are a bit messy. They're not, they're not bad, but they could they're, be better. Yeah, and they're all over the place, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're awesome device. They're awesome peripherals and there's some pretty nasty ones, yeah. So uh, we decided it would be a nice topic to, to do a podcast on peripherals. 
on what they have right now, what we would like them to have, mm-hmm. third-party accessories, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Gio, you told me that you have a Mighty Mouse, and I wanted to know what do you like about it and what you don't like about it? Well, um, it's not very well built. Um, it's actually built like shit. But, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, re- really. That surprises me. Yeah, it's, it, it functions well, but it's, it, it's a, a bit plasticky. And it makes a lot of uh, noises when you, you're holding it, you know. It's not very, very solid, very well built. But um, it works. The Bluetooth connection is, is strong. And um, I like the functionality of it. I like squeezing it to, to go to expose. I, I like not having actual, actual buttons on it. But it, uh, it has buttons, right? It, if you click it, it's... They're just uh... they're just underneath the, the, the body of the of the, ah, okay. of the mouse. There are physical buttons, but they are hidden. They're they're hidden, so you don't see, you don't see any buttons. Aesthetically, it's 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 nice. It's appealing. It's simple. Uh, Does it work well? The buttons? Yeah, they do. Yeah, I do it, have... it has two buttons, left and it's, right, or just it, one? It has a left left and right, but uh, it's actually hard to perform the sometimes the um, uh, a click on both of them. Why would you want to click on both? <laughs> I don't. I I don't recall ever needing it, but I I think that there are a couple of apps that let me do that. I think there there's some actions in Photoshop and and things like that. So you might have missed that kind of uh, functionality because you're not a photographer and don't use that kind of apps. And the the, the squeezing acts like a third button. Uh, it, it it does other actions. You can program it to, to to do other actions. Yeah. So, but it's effectively a third button, right? It's effectively a third button, if you. And will, is yes. it practical? Do you like the squeeze, or do, would you prefer a third uh, button? Uh, you're mixing things up. It's not the squeezing. There's yeah. actually two buttons on on either side of the mouse. Um, but that's just for exposés. You can program it to do a, a, a something else, but um, it's a standard to, to do exposés. What I'm mentioning is that you cannot press the two left and right buttons at once. No, no, I, I got it. Oh. I was just asking you if it, it works well, the, 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 the lateral squeezing. buttons. Oh, yeah, yes, the sure, squeezing. I'm sorry. Yeah, they work, yeah. Because I have I have mice with lateral buttons, mm. and uh, they, are, they work well, but they are... Visible buttons, and I don't know how they how they, how they work on the Mighty Mouse. Well, you actually you actually have to squeeze the mouse, <laughs> really. Both of them at Both the same of them, time. Yeah, at the same time, you have to squeeze. So it's it's a bit like you're I don't know trying to kill it. Yeah, sure. That's... Or or more caressing it. <laughs> no, it's more like a, a, a caressing killing type. <laughs> caressing killing. <laughs> Oh, does it does it have a scroll wheel? How do you scroll with mouse? It has a scroll um, sphere. It has a little a little sphere on the top, and you can scroll whatever direction you want, and you can also click in it. And do you like it in relation to traditional scroll wheels? Yeah, sure. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So the main problem you have it's the build quality. The build quality is very low. Yeah. The ergonomics is okay. It's it's a symmetrical mouse, so either your right or left uh, handed, you can use it pretty pretty much in either direction. But the um, ergonomics is not is not spectacular, but it it works. I like I like uh, mice with volume. You know, I like to feel uh, my hand uh, full with the uh, with the mouse. Uh, uh, 
There, that's one of the reasons I, I don't like the, the Magic Mouse, because it's too shallow, it's too uh, <laughs> flat. Actually, I prefer shallow mice. I know. You love the, the one from Microsoft, the, um, the Arc Mouse. No, I never use the Arc Mouse. I just uh, like the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I actually have um, a Logitech. I don't know the, the, exact, the naming, of, I don't remember. But the it's a, one of those big mouse that they put your, your hand on them. Oh, that's the, too big. You have to grab them, and it's too big for me. I prefer a, yeah. a lighter and a mouse, and uh, I just mm. I just touch the mouse with my fingers, with the point of my fingers, and the back of my hand. That's it. Well, this is having another way entirely. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of this to get to the point that uh, whatever mouse Apple makes, they're just only going to make one. So they might as well do one that uh, pleases the most people, right? Most people, yeah. <laughs> okay. so I've heard a lot of people who actually think that uh, Magic Mouse is great, but uh, I don't think that's a, the, the general consensus right now with the uh, the Magic Mouse 2, but we'll we'll get there. No, we can start with the Magic Mouse. Oh, yeah? The, the Magic Mouse has a, a surface that it's... A... It's a kind of hybrid between a, the Mighty Mouse and a trackpad. The, the idea is actually cool, but it's not very well implemented. The, the shape, is it like the, the Mighty Mouse or it's uh, different? No, it's different. It's symmetrical also. Um, there's there's a couple of things that are shared. But the, the, the the build quality is awesome. It's very good. The, the surface, the... Uh, okay, that, that's good. They improved on, yeah, on that improved point. Yeah, they improved on that point, yeah. The um, the back panel, I don't know what you want to call it. The surface that goes on, on the on the table. On the table, yeah. It's actually aluminium, so it's much better than the plasticky version of the the Mighty Mouse. <laughs> I remember reading an interview with the, the people, some of the people that work on the on the Magic Mouse too, and they they mm-hmm. said that they lost a lot of time trying to make it uh, feel. The, the glide of the mouse exactly the same oh, as the yeah, one yeah. Uh, as the original Magic Mouse. Magic mouse. So they, they give a lot of t- attention to details. Sometimes they it's do. just not the detail we want. Yeah. So it has a. Have you ever used them? Used one? Yeah, I have. A, I have a friend at work that has one, and I I, I tried it a couple of times. It's actually not that bad, but uh, it, it doesn't work for me because it, as I said, I, I prefer taller uh, mouse. A mice. Taller, mi- uh, taller mouse, yeah. Taller mouse, mice. mice. Whatever. <laughs> mouse trap. <laughs> Cat. Word association. <laughs> okay, so we both agree that the mouse should have buttons. Well, that's that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. Or, well, you mean you mean physical buttons? Yes, uh, physical oh, no, buttons. I, I don't require them. I, I no, actually physical like... buttons like the like even like the multi mouse. What I'm saying is that hmm. the touch surface uh, doesn't rip. Oh, just yeah, yeah. I get your point. It's yeah. not adequate for a mouse. You mm-hmm. you prefer more traditional buttons, hidden or not, but buttons, preferably more than two. A third one programmable is enough. I think. Sure. Just to make it simple, okay, we're not going to ask Apple for a gaming mouse. They don't have graphic cards. <laughs> and you don't need them. You don't need them, yeah. You don't need ma- there's, um, a lot of, of, uh, there's a lot of mice that, that do gaming very well. Uh, yeah, but they, they're not compatible with the Mac. Yes, they are. I have one and it, it's... Uh, well, at least the one I have, it, it's not. It's a shame. There's, a, there are, there's actually a company that most people that game uh, probably know. That is Razor? Mad Cats. And they have, oh, yeah. they have uh, their models, their 
R88, the Rat 8. It's actually a very compelling uh, uh, gaming mice. And uh, they actually have drivers for, for the Macintosh. Oh, that's great. I actually, I know the company. I, I think the, I never, I never used one. They look good. They look very customizable. Mm-hmm. But, and I, and I like the look of it. I don't think Apple would ever go for oh, something no, no, like no. that. It's just so complex, so many adjustments. Apple, it's the opposite of Apple. It's the opposite, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, one thing that uh, I don't really understand is, okay, you have the gestures on the mouse, but you already have a track. If you're using the mouse with a, with a notebook, you are, you already have a trackpad on the notebook. So if you're going to use a mouse, you don't really need another trackpad. So why not just do a very good mouse? If you want to do some gestures, use a trackpad. It's already there. Yeah. It's yeah. actually a great idea. Yeah. And if you're using an iMac or a iMac Pro, a Mac Pro eventually, um, and an iMac Pro too, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, a keyboard. And when you buy, they give you an option of getting the keyboard and the mouse or the keyboard and the magic trackpad. And I think they should bundle both of them. I don't think one replaces the other. Sometimes it's preferable to use one, sometimes the other. I think they should mm-hmm. do a special bundle, maybe with a small discount, to encourage the people to use the mouse, the yeah, trackpad. because they the are trackpad. very complementary, yeah. Yeah, they're complementary. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this would need to, this would need a magic mouse tree because, uh, the mouse needs some some, some ref- more than some refund. It needs to be ref- and it's, I think it needs to be a total rethink. Yeah, sure. I actually would like to argue that um, as soon as I got my my first Mac MacBook Pro, uh, I I was a pretty heavy user of mice because um, on other computers, on PC computers, I, I don't know how they fare today, but in the old times. Um, trackpads really sucked a lot. <laughs> they still do. They still do, really. I never used a, so a notebook trackpad yeah. that I liked, except on the Mac. It was a, a, a really big revelation to me using a trackpad for the first time because I actually never felt the need to use my my mouse as much as I used to. So I think I would use the trackpad almost ninety percent of the time after that, or 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 even more. But uh, in the in the in recent years, because I changed the uh, the way my my desk uh, works, I, I place my Mac on a, on a stance to give it a more ergonomic uh, uh, place to be for for me to to look at the screen, and I use an, an external keyboard and a, and a mouse now, so the trackpad isn't used as much as I would like. But uh, if I had a trackpad on the desk. Besides me, I'm sure the mouse would would uh, again be uh, less used. Um, yeah, but there's there's always sometimes it's like for me the mouse is like the even with the great trackpad, it's like the extended keyboard. Sometimes you mm. just need the numbers and the arrows. Oh yeah, and it, you may not you may not need it mo- most of the time, but sometimes you want it. Yeah, I think the the trackpad is great. For, to navigate between uh, things on your computer, to to interact with it, but when you need to work on on more precise uh, things like editing photos or I don't know what else could you do, gaming of course, but um, the the mouse is actually the the best choice. I can give you a good example. When I'm editing editing the podcast, I prefer to use the mouse. Oh really? Uh, than the trackpad. Mm-hmm. I can do the, I can use the trackpad, but the mouse is really faster. It's faster. Okay. There's another solution. That doesn't require that does does not require a mouse. 
Hmm. Well, I guess another option would be using a Microsoft Surface Studio. So we don't use a mouse. You use a, a, a pen hmm. and that little nibble. I don't know. I don't know what they call it. The little wheel that uh, they put on the surface. Hockey, hockey stick. Uh, no, not hockey, <laughs> hockey stick. Ho- uh, hockey, hockey, hockey puck. Hockey puck. That's it. <laughs> okay. yeah, is, is it? I think it is. Uh, but actually, it, it sounds um, very fun to use that that computer, but. There's there's a, a main problem that you might be aware of it. It, it uses Windows. It runs Windows, yeah. Yeah, it's a big problem. <laughs> and actually, I think that only is useful in a, in for very specific situations, and it's a very expensive yeah. computer. But it was it was nice to see something new. Sure, sure, sure. Especially the coming from coming from Microsoft, it, it always surprises me. Well, I wasn't as much surprised as you might think because um, I think they always did uh, peripherals very well. I, uh, actually, I think they, they're, they're, it's the best business they, they have. The peripherals from them are, are actually one of the best that, I, that you can find on the market, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I, I like at least the keyboards and mice, uh, the ones really that good, I use. Yeah. yeah, they're good. And, they're and the game pads constant, from Xbox. Constantly good. Yeah. It's, it's not a, the sometimes they have good mice or keyboards. No. Some are better, some are worse, but they're always good. They're always good, yeah. Before we go on a Microsoft tangent, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want to say that there are several, on the market, there are several accessories that, that uh, allow to combine the Magic Trackpad and uh, the keyboard. Magic Keyboard together. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they stay aligned on one single surface. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I like the idea because you can, it's, yeah, it's, it looks more neat on the desktop. Mm-hmm. And you can also put place it on your lap if you need to. There, I can see occasions when when you want to do it. For example, I don't know if you're in front of a TV and you're trying to search on something on the Apple TV, yep. or and there's a... maybe if if you're using a laptop. No, mm-hmm. I don't know, not a laptop. I don't know, but I like the idea. And uh, I get I twelve South as as one Spinido as a. They similar... have a couple of models. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're actually one of one of the best third party. Um exclusive to to Apple third party yeah, they have the magic wand and the Mac bridge I think yeah. the magic wand was for the original magic trackpad when mm-hmm. it used it when it used the batteries and, and when it used the batteries instead of lithium lithium batteries yeah yeah batteries I mean how do you call the small batteries batteries the one that, and now it has lithium battery <laughs> this is confusing <laughs> They used to use um, AA batteries, I think, and now they use yeah. integrated batteries, lithium batteries. Yeah. Good yeah. save. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the, the 12 South, for example, allows it to place you the trackpad one side of the keyboard or the other, and I think that's mm-hmm. really nice. Uh, for example, I, I would see myself using the, the keyboard, the extended keyboard, with a mice on my right hand, and the trackpad on the left. Mm-hmm. Also, now that I think of it, it probably would be nice to, well, the numeric keypad was, if it was possible to separate from the, the main keyboard. Well, I think there, there are a couple of apps that try to emulate the numeric apps. Let, let me run with it. <laughs> There's a couple of apps that try to emulate the, um, the function of a numeric key in the trackpad. You can stick a, a sticker on the trackpad that has the numbers in it. And then when when you press that z- that uh, zone on the trackpad, it it registers as a as a number, so it it could do both the the trackpad. 
It wouldn't work for me. I think most people that use them like in Excel, for example, that mm. we, I, I don't look at the track, but I know where the, where the numbers are and I don't look at it. I need the oh, tactile yeah, sure. feedback. Tactile feedback, yeah. So, but that, but it would be nice if you could separate for the, the, that part mm. from the main keyboard. No, not that it makes a lot of difference. It's on a desk. I don't think it really matters. Uh, actually, Belkin has a, uh, something you might like. He has a, a Belkin Your Type Bluetooth wireless keypad. Oh, I, uh, it's I a, saw it. It's I don't separate, like it. Uh, it's a separate um, function keys. Uh, not function keys, numeric keys, yeah. Yeah, it's something like that, but from Apple. Okay. It's very, <laughs> oh, come on. It's very similar to Apple's design. And the, the keys are not. Oh, yeah, the keys are white, yeah. And it's not not just the depth of the keys. The keys are very different. I want I wanted to be just like the, I wanted when they were connected to be to look the same keyboard, not oh, okay. uh, something different. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, you're even more finicky with details than I am. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> well, actually, I'm looking at. Uh, do you know the Razer turret? Oh yeah, sure. Do you do? Uh, I do. Yeah. They have the the same thing. Uh, um, a keyboard with a, a support for the mice, so you mm -hmm. can use it with, on your living room. I imagine playing uh, Steam games on your TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the reason I know it, because I, I I'm always enamored with the uh, with the idea of having a, a, a Steam a Steam machine on my on my on my living room. So yeah, that would be a great device to pair it with a Steam machine. So uh, th something like this MacBridge could we work like that? For playing games on the Apple TV. Oh nope. yeah, sure, sure. They should they should consider games more seriously, really. <laughs> but I do. The Apple TV actually has a, a lot of games now, and the uh, you can use the uh, the Apple TV remote as a gamepad. Yeah, it's not very good. Have you tried it? No, I read the reviews about it, and uh, <laughs> they're very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to touch on another point because when the Magic Mouse 2 uh, came out, everybody talked about this. Uh, you need you for it to recharge the Magic Mouse 2, you need to turn it upside down and connect a lightning cable onto it. And yeah. nobody liked that feature. I don't care much about it, but I me think neither, maybe because uh, it reminds you have to agree with me that it's it's a very strange design solution, you know. Well, it's it was a, it was a contrived solution. It was what they could get. I admit it's probably not what, sure. I, what they wanted, but yeah, I think just as people look at mice at the mouse and they see like a, a turtle upside down and they seem they think that they, they, it, it's it's just it's distressed and uh, they don't like it. Oh, my mouse is suffering. It's poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> that should be it. <laughs> uh, so I was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, a few days ago, um, I saw that Razer, I think it was Razer or Corsair, just let, 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 me, let me check, neither of them. A few days ago, Logitech announced a mouse pad that mm -hmm. can charge the, the, the mouse by... Indusion. Indusion, yeah, yeah. Uh, wireless charging. Mm -hmm. They have two options. I, I don't think any of them are available to sell right now. Okay. One, the, the mouse can charge in all the pads, and the other, there's a very specific area of the pad where you place it to recharge. And that actually seems a, a nice solution. Maybe Apple could try mm -hmm. something like that. And I also noticed that Razer has uh, lots of gaming uh, pads, right? And they have one in aluminium. It's perfect for Apple. <laughs> <laughs> gaming pad in aluminium that charges the mouse. 
Uh, I, I don't think they would do a, a mouse pad, but okay. Why it's not? Worth, it's worth thinking about it. <laughs> why do? You, why don't you think they would do a mouse pad? I don't know. It's not in their character to do a mouse pad. I'm, I don't think it is. No. But you do you like the idea of charging the the mouse this way? Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, uh, I, I I actually don't don't have to change my batteries as often as you you might think on on the magic mouse. So it's it's probably trying to come up for a solution of a non-existent problem. I don't know. I, I don't think. I, I think that there's it's more for gaming uh, because uh, we, you usually use. Um, Gamepads that are, are very low latency and that that drives a lot of energy, that needs a lot of energy. So, gaming mouse might need uh, more more energy than we use we usually do on on for work. So that might that might uh, fit the bill for gaming mouse, but I, I don't think a desktop mouse would need a, a charging wireless pad for it. I don't know. Mm, oh, maybe you're right. Besides, uh, by what I can see, it's it's a bit. Uh... It's non-Apple because it it has a, a like a transformer and a cable connected to it, so yeah. it it doesn't look very very good. No, very good. But the aluminium uh, the aluminium uh, pad looks great, and it would be so cool with the iMac Pro, you know, aluminium, space gray. <laughs> okay, I'll how can, get you. How can I'll Johnny get... resist? If you can shut up about it, I'll I'll get you a sheet of aluminium. <laughs> you you mentioned the arc mouse a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. One thing I like about the the, the arc mouse is that it it it, uh, it curves. It's a curved mouse, mm-hmm. but you can um, collapse it to to store it. So it makes it a very nice portable mouse. A travel mouse, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do you have a wish list for your Apple mouse? No, not really. Just a. Guys at Apple, if you're listening to us, do a, a Mighty Mouse with better uh, construction. And I'm happy with it. <laughs> oh, you can't go back. They wouldn't go back to the Mighty Mouse. Something similar. It doesn't need to be the, the Mighty Mouse. Something similar in design, but uh, with a better constru- construction like the like the uh, the Magic Mouse too. Is, is the, the Rat 8 in aluminium? I'm not sure. It's it's It has such a complex look to it. I, I don't know which parts are aluminium. I know it has a, a base that it, it's metal, and then you you can add components because it's it's a modular design. You can even add weights and and everything. Oh boy, modular modular and apple don't, don't, don't. no they don't <laughs> modular and apple don't mix. <laughs> but um, again, it's a it's a gaming mouse. So yeah, but they're very cool. I got to admit, if you put it next to an iMac, it looks off. But on its own, it's so cool. <laughs> Perhaps not. Not besides an iMac Pro. <laughs> not besides iMac Pro. Maybe. So you just want to. Okay, we forget industry charging. Would you care, for example, on the? You don't care on the Magic Mouse Two. You don't care that sometimes you have to charge it and you have to put the mouse upside down. You don't. It doesn't matter really. Well, I'm not working twenty four seven, so it might happen. A couple of times that, uh, that I have to charge it while working, but uh, they you can plan it. You know, you know, it's like anything else. You can plan to charge while you're not at work, while you're not using your Mac. So, is it really that big of a deal? Probably not. But um, would it be better to actually be able to charge it and use it? Sure. 
Of course. At the same time? At the same time. Mm. You know, it's always a compromise. Design is always a compromise. If you place the the, the mouse on the side and you charge it like that, maybe it's less less distressing because you know the turtle <laughs> may 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 fall one or one side or the other. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, it might be sleeping. <laughs> it's sleeping. It's a sleeping turtle on its side. <laughs> so besides the usual peripherals like the uh, the the mouse, we are we were discussing. There's a there's a lot of stuff to to talk about. We don't have time to cover every single peripheral on Earth, as you might expect. But um, there's a chance to talk about some more recent ones, and that's because Apple introduced the USB-C uh, slash Thunderbolt 3 uh, connection, and that open opens up a, a new um, a new road to new peripherals. And uh, there, there's actually a couple of them that. Are, one of one of one of the most exciting peripherals for me it's uh, an external battery. Uh, it, excuse me. External battery for the for a portable. For a portable, yeah, because uh, on the old days you couldn't charge a. Or it would be very difficult for you to charge a portable using a battery, and when you're on a field and you're using a portable, there's a lot of times that you need uh, external energy. So actually, it's a, a new thing you can do on on the newer MacBook Pros, uh, which is charging it with a with an external battery, thanks to the to the new connection, new USB C Thunderbolt three connection. So yeah, it's a great new addition to to be able to to charge it. So that's a new peripheral market uh, blooming right now. And there's a couple of other things like. But, um, yeah, sure. Is that a commercial product? The, you can do that with the batteries that already exist. Oh yeah, there's Morphe has has just launched a, a new one, and uh, and it has the capacity to charge, for example, your Mac, uh, give it a full charge. So the the Morphe battery pack that I'm that I'm talking about has a lot of energy uh, capacity to storage. So we're talking about nineteen thousand and five hundred milliampere hour. It has a lot of energy to charge your MacBook. Your MacBook Pro or a Nintendo Switch or what have you. Uh And it's, is it portable? Is it, uh, you know, uh, 300 grams, 200? It's, it's, it's easy to pack. It's easy to to pack. It's it's probably the size of uh, a small router or something like that. A very small router. Okay. Actually, yeah. I haven't, I haven't thought about it before. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a different world. It you have good. a you have a battery pack for your iPhone and a battery pack for your for your Mac. <laughs> or you can do everything with one, with one pack, with just one pack. Yeah. So it's an awesome peripheral, yeah. So and there's also a couple of perif- more peripherals uh, on Thunderbolt that we should probably mention, like um, Daisy Chain um, Daisy Chain cables to connect your Macintosh to. Um, external um, external monitors. There's the, the um, there's RAID arrays. If you need um, a lot of storage and working with a um, with very heavy fa- files, uh, there's a couple of high speed uh, storage that I, are probably not for consume uh, the average consumer, but uh, they're they're worth mentioning. And there's a couple of uh, Thunderbolt docks and. Uh, that's uh, another, uh, perhaps another thing to discuss. Uh, I saw one from 
other world computing that look, looked really mm. nice. It looked made by Apple. There are there are a couple of them that look very nice, but uh, you know it's a, a a point of discussion right now to because Apple uh, killed a lot of of this uh, I/O ports uh, on the newer MacBook Pros, but but I I really don't think we go, we're going to miss them all that much because the future really is USB-C. And if you do, you can always buy a dock. So it's not uh, big of a deal. And besides that, um, there's a couple of uh, other uh, peripherals I would like to, to mention, like the uh, Lip Motion. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Have you have you heard of it, Luis? Uh, yeah, when they launched, when the, I saw the demo when the, a few, mm-hmm. it was a few years ago. I think it 2012, if, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. And, I don't remember if I got excited. I liked it, but it was one of those things that, that, that one of those things that make me think it's a cool demo, but this this doesn't going to work. It's not going to work in practice. Hmm. Yeah, they launched launched the Kickstarter on 2012 or 2013, I think, and it showed a lot of promise. Besides being able to track your hands very well, actually, they could track a single digit. So you could do a lot of things. Perhaps you, could, a, you should explain how, how does it work. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, uh, I think it, it, it has a, a sensors for infrared uh, light. And um, uh, it has a couple of uh, infrared LEDs, I think. And it, it shines the, the infrared on your, on your hands. And, and the, the cameras on... I think it has a couple of cameras or three cameras or something like that that are able to track your your fingers and and, and your hands. So you just move your hands moving. above the computer, above the. You track. wave your hands above above the the small uh, the small device, and it's actually very small. And one of the of the reasons I got excited with it, with it, it was because I I thought it could very well be um, integrated in a in a device like a MacBook Pro. Or a, or a Windows machine or, or something like that because it, it's really it's very 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 small. But you would use device. it to do what exactly? Replace the, you control the pointer, Repl- replace no, the mouse. I have no fucking idea, man. <laughs> it's just so cool. <laughs> Actually, I was just thinking thinking about the Iron Man movies when he he does those AR. I'm kidding. Of course, I have yeah. I have a, a working uh, idea of of how it would integrate with my. Uh, Work work uh, flow. So, do you see how the how we do how we interact with iOS? Sure. It, we could maybe interact with uh, macOS, uh, the same in the same way using that sensor. In the same way, yeah. We I, I I see a lot of of potential for it for uh, you know switching windows like like doing a gesture back and forth and and forth. There's a couple of things that I would love to do, like adjust, adjust, adjusting on Photoshop, Photoshop or Lightroom or something like that. Adjust um, scroll tabs with uh, with my hands would be great because it's it's very time consuming to drag the pointer to the to the tab, click it and drag the mouse or or your finger finger on the on the trackpad. So there, there's a couple of of uh, very um, Nice things you could do with it, but it, it wasn't really very well, very successful, and uh, I really don't know why because it showed a lot, a lot of promise. I don't know what. What do you think? It, is this a wrong time to be playing with this kind of of device? Should we be able to secure this type of technology in the future? 
Was it too soon? Before I started this conversation, I was really dismissive about it. But now I'm thinking, I'm remembering, for example, Tom Cruise on Minority Report. Yeah. And wow, just the fact of, for example, dismissing something like trying to side. Exactly. It, it, it's fascinating. It, it might not be productive, but it's, it feels good, you know? <laughs> well, if, if you, like we were talking about uh, pairing the um, uh, mice with a trackpad, To be more productive. Yeah, you don't need to be more productive. It just, it just makes no, you feel what I, better. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I'm saying is that you could do those uh, classical, uh, classic interfaces and still do a, a motion detection. Because you could pair all, all of them together and have a, 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 more, um, a more productive way of interacting with your computer. Yeah, it's basically... Wow, it's... <laughs> I'm actually getting excited, getting excited about this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not that. Leap Motion is actually trying to integrate it, its um, its device with the the new VR headsets. So you don't need you don't need to use gloves or anything like that. You just need to do the gestures in front of your head. It looks a mistake to me. If you're in VR, really? the gloves look a better solution because if you're going to move your hands all over the place. No, you're probably right. If it was AR, I, I think it would work better. Mm -hmm. Well, besides the leap motion device, uh, there there were a couple of other um, technologies that tried to do the same thing. Uh, like everything, everyone must know the the kinetic uh, devices from from Microsoft. And uh, although the first one wasn't all that good, and it it, it preceded the the leap motion device. The, the second one was actually very, very good. And um, for some reasons, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't well received. And Microsoft actually now sells uh, Xbox without uh, them bundled. And they, they actually don't, don't even want to talk about it. Wasn't it just because of the price? It was per perhaps a combination of, uh, of price and functionality. I don't know, perhaps gamers didn't feel the need to, to do gestures or do voice commands because the Kinetic also was very good. It had uh, a lot of microphones and it, it was very good for, for voice commands also. I think that uh, at the time there was a mention about uh, problems with privacy, about having cameras and microphones always listening and Perhaps. doing. But now people are placing things like the Echo and yeah. uh, other and the Apple Pod eventually and... Uh, So perhaps these devices were ahead of, of their time. We should probably see um, more of them surfacing uh, on, the, on, on the coming years. The, the Leap or the, or the Microsoft one, the Kinetic? Either one. Uh, I, I mean, generally speaking, uh, motion control uh, devices, sensors. Yeah. The Kinetic 2 was much better than the first one, wasn't it? Because yeah, I, yeah. I have the first one and it's uh, it's it tracks you but not very well. And I oh yeah, the, the the second one was very very good at it. It could track multiple people. It could track. Uh, I think it, it 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 tracked your hands also. The, I, uh, individual I mean, fingers. Individual fingers. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but I, I think they they did something. Uh, In that regard, yeah. So besides all these uh, peripherals, we're mainly covering peripherals that that you, you use to interface with your computer. And there's one of them that probably you guys also use a lot, which is Siri. Um, in, in, in the iPhone, I actually use Siri a lot, but uh, not on, on the Mac. And um, 
I think the functionality isn't there. It's not there yet because uh, it's it's one of those things. You can talk to your computer, but not in every like the iPhone. It's not it's not a, a useful thing to do in every situation. Perhaps if you're alone in, in your house, you could do it, but um, it's not very ideal to to do it in a public uh, area. No, but it's probably very useful for dictation and uh, for assistance for people that don't see well or that have a problem, that have uh, any kind of motion difficulty uh, for assistive guidance. Sure. Well, okay, but we are we're we are now talking about um, peripherals which are not yeah, yeah, hardware. Yeah. But I think Siri. Based, but yeah. I think voice commands probably will have a will evolve and will have a chance in the future. Yeah. Sure. Oh, uh, talking about about uh, voice assistants in Siri. Did you see the Rock uh, ad? The the Siri ad with the Rock. What's all? What's uh, what's that all about? That's it. It's it's the Siri and it's got the Rock. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if, if it's a good Siri commercial, but Rock is awesome. <laughs> oh, it's a commercial. It's, it's a commercial. Uh, it's an Apple commercial about oh. Siri, and okay. it has a Rock. I mean, it has a Rock. What can I say more? The Rock. The Rock. Not, Dwayne The Rock. Not a Johnson. Rock. Not a Rock. It's a Rock, but it's The Rock. It's awesome. It's yeah. not Rocky, it's The Rock. It's awesome. Really, it's cool. Go see. I think I'm actually going to place the, the link on the on the notes because the, the it's a very cool ad. It's very fun. Okay, sure. So to wrap things up, I think I would like just to mention that there, there were a couple of peripherals that Apple launched in the past that are actually quite strange. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a Mac phone. The Mac phone, which was a landline phone that you connected to your Macintosh, to the external speaker jack, and Why? it would send out a DTMF signal. I'm not sure. I don't know. Was it from it's, Apple? I think it, it, it has a synthesized speech, so it sounded really pleasing, but it, it's very strange. <laughs> it, it was a, a telephone that you strapped on the side of your Macintosh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if this was from, the, from uh, the time where Steve Jobs was out of Apple, uh, 1984. 19, yeah, you, I think it was. So, yeah, that might be the reason. <laughs> <laughs> There were there were a couple of oddballs here and there. There were there was a Ergotron Mac Tilter in '85, which was a, a very strange looking base to your to your Macintosh. Er- Ergotron. Ergotron, <laughs> yes. They did a couple of strange things. Yeah. Also, not Steve Jobs. I I would I would bet. And you're going to laugh about this one. There was a Microsoft Mac Enhancer. <laughs> Also from 85. I, I'm stunned. What does that mean? A Microsoft Mac Enhancer? <laughs> well, they they proved the strong support for the, the Macintosh platform throughout the 80s. So they, they launched an, um, an extension to the, uh, that was very strange and rare expansion peripheral that you could plug into a, a, a Mac to use a, a modem or, or a printer on IBM device, the PC compatible uh, devices like using parallel ports or IBM serial ports, that kind of stuff. So it, it it's not new. The the uh, the the thing that we talked about uh, in a in a minute ago, 
about the the USB-C docks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was perhaps the first dock on the on the market. I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit strange. 84 and 85 were very strange years. Yeah, I'm I'm not done. <laughs> in the 90s there were an Hercules computer condom oh yeah you heard me right um, there, <laughs> let me get my breath kind of, <laughs> there was this kind of cover that looked like uh, an actual condom I don't know if it, if it was an April Fool joke but uh, I think it, it was an was actual... it supposed to pr- protect it from virus <laughs> good one <laughs> well it had a um, Unrecognized phallic nature, <laughs> or uh, recognizable phallic nature. So perhaps it did. It did protect it from s- some STDs. And that's about it. Do you know of any strange addition to the to this list? Oh, I don't think I want to know. It's getting scary with the condom. <laughs> uh, um, before we end this episode, I would like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Like we said on the beginning, we got very touched by the email we got from Luis. And uh, since he was the, the first listener to ever, to ever contact us, we would like to invite him to a special episode on the podcast if he's interested. If he's listening, yeah. and if he's interesting, say something. You already, you already know where to reach us. Apparently, nobody else does, but I'm going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> you can reach us at Tutti Saber on Twitter. At uh, 2D Saber on Facebook and 2D Saber Podcast on gmail.com. So, you guys, this is a wrap up. This is our episode about peripher- per- oh, peripherals. <laughs> I hope you liked it. And we see you soon on, on the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>